Yo, 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 good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Man, we're excited again, Nashville, the second episode of our season, Fatherhood, Body Mass Index of Fatherhood and a Black Man with our special guest, Nashville. Good morning to you guys. Have you heard a Black Man Vent today? We're here again this Monday morning. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And yeah, we're just thankful to see another beautiful day, man. It's uh, sunny and it's uh, going to be a hot week. So make sure you stay dehydrated, man. Hot not, dehydrated. not dehydrated. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> see, I'm already tripping. I need some water. But make sure you get you some water, man, some Gatorade and stay hydrated. Because this, they they talking about 100 degrees, man, setting some kind of records for this week, man. So in other words, don't expect no rain this week. Just expect heat. So with that being said, get you some water, Gatorade, stay out of the sun, stay in the air, man. Do as much as you can to keep yourself cool and calm and collected, man. And we just want to thank also thank uh, Pastor Clay, man, Pastor Doctor, father, he wears a lot of hats, man. We want to thank that brother for opening up our season of fatherhood, and we are excited about the brother that's going to be on a day, a young father, and uh, he's got a lot to add to our uh, content on fatherhood. Most definitely, uh, as, as Pop said, man. Uh, major shout out to Pastor James Clay, uh, pastor of New Visions Baptist Church. He gave us our first episode on fatherhood uh, for our fatherhood season, and gave us a lot of good. A lot of good things that you need to hear, whether you're a young father or an old father. He definitely uh, made 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 um, made just different motivational type type uh, responses in the questions that we were giving him. And we just want to thank uh, Pastor Clay again. And then again today, today is going to be a great episode as well. We got a good frat brother, my, my line brother, actually, um, that's going to be joining us on today. For our episode, this again is the second episode of our fatherhood season. Nashville, as Pop said, it's going to be hot, but while you're hot and, 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 and hydrating yourself, take some time to throw those earbuds in Nashville and listen to a black man vent today. After this sponsorship segment break, Nashville, we'll get right into our second episode on the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard a black man vent today? Just like that, Nashville. Just like that, man. We're back. We're back, man. Good morning to you guys again. Monday morning, Nashville. We're getting into our second episode of our fatherhood season, the body mass index of fatherhood in a black man with our special guest, man. And um, super, super excited, Nashville, to have uh, my good brother, man, that is on our show today. Nashville, have you heard a black man event today, man? We're bringing to the black man event to table, man. My good, again, my good frat brother, my good line brother, Christian Jordan Nashville. Christian Jordan uh, is born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. He played baseball mm-hmm. at uh, Cumberland University. All right, all right. Currently, he has his own clothing brand called uh, Double Play, which uh, specializes in sneakers as well as streetwear. And lastly, again, just bringing him on to this particular season, he's a new father, a new mm-hmm. father of uh, baby Josiah, which I know he'll allude to once he comes in. And uh, man, I, I, I we got to have him on the episode because my, my time is coming here real soon and I don't know how to change a diaper. So it's good to have my good boy, man, my good friend, my line brother, man, a part of, again, Cap After Side Fraternity Incorporated. Fresh, so nice you can say it twice. My good guy, man, Christian Jordan. Big dog, how you doing this morning? 
I'm doing well, brother, man. Appreciate you for having me. Um, I'm excited for this episode um, to be able to vent, get some stuff out, as well as learn. Um, mm-hmm. Right, right. Get advice from things that I've got to see from a different perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, most definitely a different perspective, man. Us being young fathers, you know what I'm saying, in a in a totally different world versus, you know, across the across the way here. My pops being in the fatherhood realm for 26 years now. Mm-hmm. It's just different, man. And all three of us just sitting at this table, we have a different perspective of how fatherhood should look. You know, so, man, just me asking you, man, you six weeks in, dog, how, how it feel? <laughs> man, you can't even explain it. Yeah. It's, it's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a great feeling. Like, it's great. That's just how you can say it. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's tiring. Mm-hmm. Some nights you you ain't, you ain't gonna be thinking that you built. <laughs> Only getting sleep thirty minutes. Yeah. Wake up and gotta eat again. Yeah. That time fly. When you up at four o'clock in the morning, mm. you woke up at three thirty. You look up. It's already five fifteen. Yeah. You got. You ain't even sleep. You gotta work at six. Mm. So. Woo. I remember that. And it's 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 little it's little it's little small <laughs> stuff that you gotta adjust to. Like yeah. for example, man, I was just. I wanted to work out in, like before he came. I was working out in the morning, mm-hmm. but like you ain't getting no sleep, so it's hard to go work out at six a.m. and you're tired. And you tired, yeah, yeah, so yeah. kind of readjusting your schedule. Yeah, um, but having a good support system, man, it make it make mm-hmm. it a lot better between yeah. between my side and his mom's side of family. Mm-hmm. You for sure, we we've got a good support system, so that made it a, a whole lot easier That's from sure. from the time before birth. Yeah, during the hospital, um, after he was born, people. Mm-hmm. Came, uh, often bring us food. Mm-hmm. Watch us if we watch him for a few days, for a few hours if they needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just helping us get adjusted to it because man, yeah. it's it, it's not no it's not no way you can you you don't you don't ease into it. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. you just out there, like right. you said. <laughs> I I didn't change my I didn't change my first diaper to change his. Bro, so oh my God. every every day is learning experience. Like it's just there's no right or wrong way to parent that's mm-hmm. what i'm learning so mm-hmm. you can get advice from anybody yeah but what worked for their child might not work, work for, you. for yours that's so true yeah it's just it's yeah. a learning experience day by day and man you just gotta keep god first and he gonna help you because yeah, look at that it's, it's different from when you just when you just lean yourself yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah some, some nights you yeah. might be okay with not eating but yeah you don't want your son not to not be like that's true. He's, that's true. you gotta get you gotta get headstrong quick yeah. Cause like it, it, you can it can unravel like your mental it, it can unravel real quick. What keeps you so What keeps you so stable mentally, man? Just just going through all these different changes. Uh, right now, uh, it's like I ain't really been able to hit the gym and stuff. So I've been been trying to journal. Okay. Yeah, jur- journaling helps. Um, read for a little bit. Um, me me and um my girlfriend we have a, a schedule going to on the nights that i work mm-hmm. she'll kind of take the load on, on watching throughout the night mm-hmm. so kind of helping me get a little bit more rest yeah, um yeah. i wake up like i wake up between six and nine on days i do go to work so i can still try to work out mm-hmm. um so just just trying to find a set you have to find a set time for yourself as well mm-hmm. like even though your baby is coming and you still getting adjusted to your schedule, whether you just 30 minutes or an hour, even if it's just your shower time, mm-hmm. you, just, you still got to find some time for yourself. Yeah. Like you, you have to be yeah. like, it's, it's mandatory. That's the biggest balance. I think, man, with so much going on, I guess in our generation, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? With, with how we moving and, um, you know, just how the world is moving around us, man. Ta- it's not 24 hours is not enough time in a day. I think you I think you realize that, man, especially with us now, you know, getting into fatherhood, man, that again, it is important to try to single out 
single at that time. And pops, I, I just ask you, mm-hmm. man. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we all, you know, at the bed table. Mm-hmm. How did you single out that time uh, for yourself when you was raising me, and then you know raising um, you know my younger brother uh, mm-hmm. Jojo or whatever? How, how how did you do that, and what bit of advice? May you have, uh, you know, for Chris as he goes into it. Man, I'm just sitting here listening to him. One thing he said that was real big, he said, keep God first. Man, I don't know how fathers do it without having that aspect as the number one thing, man, because you just said it. I couldn't lead myself, man. Mm-hmm. So I needed help. Yeah. And I knew where my help came from. And I thank God for being raised in a Christian home, but that ain't say I was always do- walking the Christian walk because I had my time in the streets, man. So it was just one of them things, man, where I just truly believe God always had his hand on my life. But in the, in the midst of saying all that, I wasn't trying to have his hand on my life. I was trying to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so when you came, it was all about prioritizing then. Yeah. And my first priority was to make sure you okay. Yeah. And like you just said, make sure you eating this, that, and the third. So, it's all about prioritizing to have time for yourself, but understand as far as that priority scale mm-hmm. where you land at. Yeah. You got to make yeah. sure, again, God first, and then you got to make sure family okay, but you got to make sure the mama's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's about mental stability, man, making sure the mama's okay, making sure the child's okay, then, you know, making sure everything is straight. Then hear me. Mm-hmm. Here I come. So my me time sometimes will be when everybody else is asleep. Yeah. I have my me time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody else gone. Everybody else good. All right. Well, now I can look at Sports Center. Yeah. Maybe I can go outside and, you know, whatever I want to do to relax me, I go out there. You know what I'm saying? That's why all that came into effect, man. But And as I get older, I start finding better ways to do it. But in the, in the onset, though, it was all about, man, Lord, I'm going to need some help with this. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I don't know how other bros do it, but I do know this from my experience is that I just thank God that I had back then a semblance of having some type of relationship with God, man. I had that. Again, not trying to say I was walking perfect, but I knew that I couldn't do this thing by myself. So another thing you said too that was big, support system. You're going to need that, man. And you're going to need to be to the point where you're open for listening to other ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You might have a way where you think, man, I'm going to do it like this, man, because that's just what I believe. But somebody a little bit older than you, somebody's been through this journey, might have a different perspective or option for you. Yeah. Consider that, man. I'm not yeah. saying do it, but I'm saying consider it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even consider what other people say to us as far as this journey is concerned with y'all mm-hmm. on, but just consider it, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that's big because, um, you know, Chris, I know you can attest to this, man. There's no manual to parenting. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? When they give you the baby, they just kind of give yeah. it to Dr. you. Dr. Yeah. Spock don't work for yeah. everybody. Like, yeah. so. <laughs> this is probably the most vulnerable situation I've been in. Like mm-hmm. me, I'm independent. I can I, I can find out how to do anything. Give me a time date. It's going to get done. Mm-hmm. But this right here, oh, this is a whole different <laughs> ball game, man. I, I, yeah. I, 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 tru- I truly realize that it takes the, the stronger man to ask for help than not to ask for help. Ooh. That's such a big thing. Man, mind. like, I'm yeah. man, like it's yeah. just it's like I said, it's it's no it's no you're not easing your way into it, man. It's yeah. just it's just it's just there. Like yeah. day day one, you might you might be able to get the nursery, you might be able to get the nursery day two at the hospital, but when you at home, ain't, yeah. it ain't no nursery. It's just it's all you. <laughs> man. So 
you got to take right. that advice from people. If, if people want, I mean, like I said, it's your baby though. Like your, your first week, you're not going to want to give them up. Like yeah. that's, that's totally understandable. Yeah. But if somebody asks you, do you need, do you want him to watch him for, why well, you can just, so something for you to take a shower, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you want to take that time. Yeah. 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 It's just, I, I think one thing you, um, I think you taught me this, you know, just even in your six weeks. Um, I might have heard it from another young father, but you, one thing about sleep, you sleep when you can and not when you want to. Facts. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, 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 it's no mm-hmm. longer called sleep, it's called napping. Man. You, you nap you, you nap when the baby sleep. Yeah. As soon as they shut their eyes, you need to shut, up, shut your eyes yeah. with them. Man. You gotta get it in. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, like, like your pop said, man, like when everybody sleeps, then you really the only one up. Like. That's really the only time you got. You got. So, mm-hmm. do you want to sacrifice yeah. your time for your sleep? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if you don't go to sleep, it's just gonna be two oh, more man. hours. It's right back time for the same thing. Man, right back bro. at it, dog. And then right I think a tough it. thing, man, just just on my end, man, is you know naturally you're an independent brother, you know, so you don't really have. Correct me if I'm wrong. A nine to five. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, so what I guess when you did have have that, what can you say, man? Just as a bit of advice to the young father that has a nine to five. And, and and got a baby that's that worked third shift, basically okay. they up so, from ten to about four. How, how, how do you I, think um, you do that? So I, I've always worked two jobs my whole life. Uh, mm-hmm. I just recently quit one of my jobs, so I mm-hmm. do still have one of my jobs. But it's, it's I work for it. He independent. It's his independent store. So I, I mean, I have a little bit more freedom. I only work three days throughout the week. Right. So me right. personally, I quit the other job so I could have more time with my job. Yeah. But like yeah. I, I do have my own brand, so I mean, I still have a, a income coming in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. If you if you if you have a job and you're you're a new father, it's it's, it's gonna take some time. Like mm-hmm. I had I had the luxury of getting the money off work. Yeah. So okay. wow. it's yeah. my transition with my child has been has been it's been a little bit easier. I've mm-hmm. had more time. Like most people don't get that blessing. Some people mm-hmm. only get a week, mm-hmm. maybe not even that. Yeah. Some people mm-hmm. it's boring, they right back at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it just to me part like you said, the world is changing. It's just everybody's big on on mental peace mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. that's just that's that's a, a, a major part because i mean coming home from work and then you know i mean everybody's situation different but coming mm-hmm. home from work and then you're um the baby's mom he's been watching them all day you kind of going to come help get that burden off her as soon as you get off yeah. no matter how tired you exactly. are because like exactly. your pop said earlier man me personally my perspective on baby mothers or women giving birth it's, it totally changed. Like, yeah. that's some. Yeah. That's some. Yeah. That's one of the strongest and most mm-hmm. craziest situations. Were you, were you there? I was there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, <laughs> my uh, his mom, uh, his baby, my baby mom, she had to give. Uh, she had to do a C-section, mm-hmm. but even then, man, that was that was a tough ass for her to do that. But mm-hmm. I was right there, every step of the way, man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then coming home, you, you can kind of see certain stuff impact mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. um like like bodies like body image changing mm-hmm. so it's just mm-hmm. you gotta you 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 don't have to go from a headspace from just yourself yeah to, to taking care of your child mm-hmm. then making sure your baby mom's straight mm-hmm. yeah. whether it's mentally physically yeah. financially like you just after after you see her give birth man i promise you're gonna want to do whatever whatever yeah that's real out, yeah. the, out the gate, yeah, 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 out the yeah, gate. yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Down, down the line, stuff sure. changed. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, but out the gate, yeah. man, you gonna. Yeah. You, that's a, that's that was a that was a very that was some that was very interesting. I mean, like they they bodies really do go through a lot. Yeah, like you yeah. you really don't know how much their bodies go through a lot. Yeah, and I had did one of the little um 
contractor test. Mm. Well, contract the contraction, yeah, yeah the contraction yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I, I did the little game and yeah, that didn't cut it. For so, real, yeah, they got it to where you can feel one. And uh, I can't, I couldn't imagine, bro. I gotta ask just because I we just talking. Was it cramps or was it like like a Charlie horse in your rib? What was the? I mean, what was the, it's what just, was the feeling? It's just like. I feel like your intestines is just just twisting just uh, yeah mm-hmm. it's just it's painful mm-hmm. wow it's mm-hmm. it is, wow. it's very painful yeah. like the female the female body goes through a lot that us as men we really just truly don't understand yeah and yeah. sometimes we don't take that into consideration no mm-hmm. yeah, you are like you're we we right. really don't like it just right. it'd be something like uh right now she's breastfeeding mm-hmm. so she um she gotta wake up every two hours to pump mm-hmm. so sometimes don't get me wrong we we kind of have a back and forth of mm-hmm. who needs to kind of attend to him now who needs to attend him. but me knowing she got to get up every two hours to pump i try to make sure i always help her throughout the night no matter what whether it's just i go fix the bottle and then come right back and go to sleep and mm-hmm. she feed but they bodies go through so much and that if that affects their mental life yeah. some mm-hmm. some crazy yeah. and they don't mean to come off harsh mm-hmm. some stuff like it's, some stuff just got to be said the way that they know how to say it um, but well, that's, that's easier said than done. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> but when you're not uh, doing that in that painful situation, yeah, for a full yeah. nine months, yeah, it's yeah. it's easier for us to say you right, mm. you right, bro, you right, man. It's just it's one of the things, man. Again, well, well, I you could probably say this, son. You you graduated from what was it, ML, MLK? And then just me being at East, man. Can you can you say that you imagined your life to be where it is right now? When you uh, was at that no, age, I did not imagine being a father. At 20. I know I did. <laughs> don't give yeah, me like no. I I love my child stuff. Yeah, but me personally, I don't do kids. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I don't. Really, I mean, I have a baby brother. He just turned five. But mm-hmm. first, I I've never just been a kid person. Yeah. I told you, I ain't never changed a diaper until he was born. Yeah, I ain't never just babysit. Like yeah. I just I ain't never did kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Like I said, I love mine and death, and I probably, but I probably won't have another one. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> like it's just kids are a lot, and it's just, yeah. but that's okay though. It's you know, it's even though you got a you got a plan and a path. You know, it's always gonna be rocks and stuff that come in your path. Most definitely. So most definitely. Yeah. This yeah. so far, me have it doesn't help me. Like mm-hmm. like your pop was talking about earlier before we even came on air mm-hmm. about prioritizing and just getting yourself right. Yeah. Like. Is it's bigger than you now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's no, mm-hmm. it's no. Okay, I'm. I can. I can survive yeah. until this. Like yeah. when your when your when your seed come, you don't want to survive no more. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to live. Live. Yeah. Because yeah. so you can only survive for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to I'm trying to get the building blocks into place. Exactly. That way we ain't got to survive. You can set up and live. Yeah. Because don't yeah. get my yeah. my pops. Uh, he was in the streets, so hustling like I me. Mean, like mm-hmm. I, I know how to hustle. I know how to get money, mm-hmm. but. For so long that just they, they get old. Yeah, you, yeah, you want to you want to have a foundation. For sure. Yeah, man. For yeah, sure. you don't want to be to the point, man, where you put your family in a position because you out there trying to get this money, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And also, you don't want to be in a position where you always got to look over your back. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that stopped me when I was in the streets, man, from doing some of the dirt that I was doing and involved in some of the stuff that I was involved in. I didn't. I got tired of looking over my back. I ain't like that lifestyle, man. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be able to go home, go to bed and sleep yeah. without worrying about somebody coming in on me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. some of the stuff I was involved in, they had a reason to come in on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 mm-hmm. what I'm listening to, man, and it's real good, is that you're taking ownership of yeah. being a father. Mm-hmm. And sometimes fathers don't take ownership of that role, man. You know, we talked about this on the last podcast of that. 
that if you don't even understand or like a person, you should respect the role of the person. Mm-hmm. In other words, we've talked about this on the last podcast. I there have been some presidents that I could care less for, but I still respected the office of yeah. president. Mm-hmm. So just like being a father, man, you have to respect that office, man. That's a major office, man, being a father and understand all the responsibilities, man, that go with that. So the fact that you're embracing it, man, that's big. But let me ask you this. So when you think about, because I thought about this when I was getting ready to have kids. The world was so crazy. Were you at any way fearful about bringing up a child in a world like this? So, um, so glad that it didn't happen during the first smack pandemic. Like COVID-19. COVID, COVID, yeah. COVID when yeah, it first yeah, yeah. hit. Now, that right, yeah. that right there would have had me a little skeptical. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right now, it's still slowly starting to get back to its, to its course. I mean, and we, we see what's going on in the news with all these mass shootings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Yeah. It, it kind of, as the world progresses, you kind of know what you need to progress. Like, for example, I don't know for a fact I'm going to teach my child, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-defense. Mm-hmm. Whether it's mm-hmm. firearms or just body contact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played sports growing up, but I was never taught self-defense. I ain't, I mm-hmm. didn't really learn how to shoot my own first gun until, until 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you see what's mm-hmm. all going on in the real now, and you just, it's like, you got to equip them with this at a young age because mm-hmm. like he's like i said there's just so much stuff going on in the world and you don't yeah. want them to be out there learning from other people or trying stuff with other people yeah when that's something that they should have just they should have learned at home you got mm-hmm. that at the crib mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and yeah. then it's crazy man because all this stuff man is so so exposed mm-hmm. um cell phones man social media man all the platforms these kids have more access to stuff that they should not have access yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the challenging thing for younger dads now versus the older generation is we were, our generation was just now getting into MySpace and, yeah. and Vine and, and, mm-hmm. and, and these type of things. But now in our generation of fatherhood, we getting into more of that of that it's blown up at this yeah. point you know what i'm saying chris like it's blown up man and, and 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 i know man again that you can probably attest to this with josiah especially me for zach you're not gonna be able to stop them from from seeing certain stuff right you're not gonna be able to stop them but i think the best thing to do is that when they are exposed to all of these different things and these different distractions since we've probably been through that at one point or another we hit it at that exposed point mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that moment, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We try to tackle it as young fathers as best as we can at that moment so that when they see it again, which they probably will, mm-hmm. they know how to face it. Right. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's, 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 that is important, though, that mm-hmm. you say that because um, that's something that I'm for sure going to do with, with Josiah mm-hmm. is communication. Yeah. Like, I've, I was blessed to have a father. My father been there my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, he, did, he did do some years, but even then, he buying baseball cleats. Yeah. Christmas gifts. He, he sure. making it happen. Even yeah. Within. Yeah. So I respect my father for that always. Yeah. Uh, right. I have my grandfather that who that's who taught me my work ethic. Mm. But the things that the only thing that I just really missed that I didn't have with them is a is a true connection. Connection. About mm-hmm. being able to talk about certain stuff mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. anything in, in that mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can call them. That, don't give me that. Be there for anything. Yeah. They'll come yeah. through anything that I need. Yeah. But just being able to communicate and have a, a good relationship mm-hmm. it just it, it wasn't there yeah like yeah but my, my father like I, I knew he loved me um mm-hmm. just by the stuff that he did but mm-hmm. he physically didn't tell me that he loved me out of his mouth until i probably was like 16 wow mm-hmm. which 
like I said, I know he loved me, mm-hmm. but he didn't have a good relationship with his father growing up, so he didn't really know how to express that. Yes, sir. Yeah. But yeah. never missed a game, never yeah. missed a practice, yeah. picked me up from school, needed yeah. clothes, all right. that. He did that for me. Right. But just the affectionate part, mm-hmm. it just it wasn't it wasn't as strong. So yeah. I want to make sure mm-hmm. that I uplift that into my child mm-hmm. from that, from birth. Most that effect, affection matters. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. dudes we think from black men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dudes we think we think we think yeah. affection don't matter, bro. Yeah, yeah. affection it does. matters. Yeah, yeah. It, it matters. Yeah. yeah, and then naturally again, man, we we are not the type of people where we have shown that. Yeah, so true. Again, you can only be a product of your environment that you you know you're in. So if you're in an environment that does not produce affection, mm-hmm. then when you yeah, you're get not going to know point, it when you see it. Know what, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly, you know, and it's so strange. Well, it ain't strange. It's just how the time evolves and life evolves. But like we were talking on the last show about men, myself and Pastor Clay coming through an era, man. Well, men coming through our era showed you that they love you by mm-hmm. doing all the stuff you just yeah. said. Mm-hmm. They usually didn't say it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Know. And the reason they didn't, man, because they were so busy trying to make a life for you and trying to be there for you as far as everything you needed. And then when and then as far as the affection part go, like you said, their fathers didn't never teach them that stuff because their father was dealing with slavery, Jim Crow, and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So then it's mm-hmm. trickled down to your daddy, like my father. I knew he loved me, but he never told me. My dad never did tell me he loved me, man. But I knew that he did, though. Mm-hmm. I just knew it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we had a relationship to the point where I appreciated his presence, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I appreciate But now, like you said, in this generation, and Pastor Clay alluded to that in our last podcast, he said that he showed his son affection. So you just said that too. So that affection thing is important because again, we just in a different time frame, different era, man. And there are different requirements now mm-hmm. where we are, man. Mm-hmm. So we as people, especially black men, have to embrace that, man, and show our young men that we love them and don't think that that's gonna push them to a place where they go to loving, you know, something that they shouldn't be loving. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I'm trying to go with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes affection can be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love my brother, but I ain't trying to be with my brother. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I love you, yeah. man, but I ain't trying to be on that level with you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I love you, but we used to then say that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's coming out now, I think that's good because again, that's a place. Well, it's missing. Yeah, it, yeah. It's missing. Yeah. Even in a lot of my generation, that stuff is missing. But it would have been nice to hear my daddy say he loved me. Yeah. That would have been good. Mm-hmm. But I know he did, but I never heard it. Yeah. So that's when I tried to share that with you and your brother, man. Let y'all yeah. know, man. I love y'all. But get, I'm going to tell you what's funny story. Let's see how much time we get. Funny story, though. Mm-hmm. I would have never got into that if it was for my wife. Yeah. My wife, yeah. I would have never been because my mama was like that. She loved you, but she, yeah, my, you know yeah, what I'm saying? She went too much into saying it, man, yeah, because they just like, they they was all about to I show agree. your thing. Yeah. But when I met my wife and I met her father, who is a pastor, uh, Pastor John Henry Mays up in, um, up in um, uh, uh, Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Agape Fellowship Church, Love Fellowship Church, matter of fact. But hey, man, that brother, first time he saw me, he hugged me. I'm not from a huggy, Philly, right, Philly. Yeah. So when he hugged me, I'm like, hold up, dude. Wait a yeah, minute. What, yeah, is, what yeah, is all yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. he was showing me right off the rip. This way we do it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? But that yeah. rolled off on me to the point where before my mama passed, my mama was saying, I love you. We were saying that back and forth to each other. And that all stemmed 
from me being in that you just said it being in that type of environment man yeah. so i think i said all that to say i think you're doing good with that emotional yeah. thing that's good man. yeah yeah it's just it's like your pop said it earlier i i embrace being a father mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. my dad um he embraced being a father he had he had twin. i have right at the current moment i have four siblings mm -hmm. so i have twin sisters they were born first um so imagine being 20 and you find out you have twin girls Mm. He he embraced it. He took on he took on right. that role. Yeah. Um, and then two years later, me and my brother we we were a week apart on the dot. So yeah. I was born January seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Mm. My brother was born January fourteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Wow. So he had twins wow. at one time, and then you got two big two big boys born. Wow. A week apart, <laughs> and I think I think that's just where I get my drive from. And like having a having having not even a dad having a father. Yeah, it's, a, I, yeah. it's a difference between yeah. having a dad and a father. Mm -hmm. I, having a father is mm -hmm. probably the the biggest blessing that I have in my life, mm -hmm. man. Like, mm -hmm. it's just like I said, him being in the streets and certain stuff that he could teach me versus that he could that he could yeah. teach me. Yeah. Like being being, yeah. being being a gentleman, I mm -hmm. I learned that elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Being right. a hustler and, and providing, I learned yeah. that from him. Mm -hmm. For sure. And it's just, I mean, everybody's situation is different. Don't get right. me wrong. Right. But I don't see how people don't embrace being a father. Yeah. I just, I truly don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, everybody's situation is different, but for those who has the opportunity and choose not to, I just, I, I, I can't get with that. Now that I'm in this situation, I I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I and and, and I, I, I the thing the thing I think that it's hard for me to understand. I guess when you're talking about uh, deadbeat dads, if you will, is you know, without you, there would be no baby. Mm -hmm. So how can you not want to be a part of something that you will always be a part of? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you really just kind of think about it like that, man, like like Josiah, that is half of you. Mm -hmm. You know, Zachariah, you know, when he when he uh, enters this world, that's a half of me, mm -hmm. you know, and I got to give him all of me. Right. You know, because that is a half of me. You know what I'm saying? And then again, it's just I, I, I say so much on this podcast about how life is about perception. The way that you look at your baby boy, the way that I'm going to look at mine and the way that my pops looked at me, three totally mm, different thoughts, so three totally so different errors and three totally different, um, um, again, perspectives that you have. But I think the biggest thing, man, that black men, um, especially on this podcast that we try to uh, uh, amplify is that affection. Uh, for me to tell you, Chris, I love you. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It ain't no nothing else besides what I just said. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And and for pops to tell me he loves me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like that is needed. Um, a lot more in our culture, man, so that we can really embrace each other. Yeah, a yeah. whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. I think so, man. But uh, like you said, it's it's, it's a thing now. Yeah. And the reason it has become a thing because of all of the exposure. Yeah. We didn't have. I didn't have cell phone till mm -hmm. I got maybe. 25, 26, 27. Back mm -hmm. then, if you had a cell phone, you were somebody. You were somebody <laughs> in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You were somebody with the with the brick. You had mm -hmm. the brick on the side. Mm -hmm. We called it the brick, and we carried the brick with you. It wasn't a brick. It was a brick, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it had the, you had it on your shoulder and all that. But if you had one of them, you were somebody. So, it, again, times have just changed, mm -hmm. man. But the fact that, again, that you can embrace the fact of fatherhood. Because everybody comes from, you said, a different background. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people hadn't learned how to be a father. Mm -hmm. So that's when it's hard for them to be a father. Yeah. But you said one thing. We're going to go to break. Mm -hmm. You said one thing. But you got to seek help, man. Mm -hmm. You got to seek help. I still do that on my job right now. Even though I'm a I'm a technician, I pull to beat, you know, boom boom. Yeah, I pull to know yeah, it out. Yeah. No, dog. I got certain people I call yeah. when I don't know something. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Hey man, yeah. I, I ran across some player. 
You seen this before? Yeah. But I probably be a technician. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I ain't scared to call nobody. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? So right. you gotta, always got to be in a place, man, where you can be humble enough and humble enough to say, uh, I need help with this. Can you yeah. help me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Nashville, man, we again want to thank you guys, man, for joining us on the second episode of our season being the black, excuse me, the body mass index of fatherhood mm -hmm. and a black man with, uh, again, my lion brother, man, Christian Jordan. I got mad love for this dude, man. And again, we just want to thank him for being on our platform. Yes, After our break, Nashville, we will get right back into some more of the venting and a little bit more content behind Christian Jordan and his fatherhood story. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Today's segment break is sponsored by the Bleacher Report. Black Man Vent 2 does not own copyrights to the video and audio being presented in the next segment. Nashville, we wanted to bring to you guys some black history by providing you all with information on Lucia Harris. Lucia Harris was the first woman to be drafted in the, in the NBA during the 1977 draft by the Utah Jazz. She passed January the 18th of 2022. Take some time to enjoy this next segment break. Thank you. Today, we tell you about the first woman drafted in the NBA, Lucia Harris, AKA the queen of basketball. The first African-American woman inducted in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame was one of 11 children and hailed from the Magnolia State, Mississippi. As a child, her love of the game came from staying up late so she could watch NBA legends like Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Oscar Robertson. She walked the halls at Amanda Elsie High School standing six foot three inches and was given the nickname Long and Tall and That's All. They would later find out that she was much more than just height. Harris dropped a school record 46 points, led the school to a state tournament, and took her talents to Delta State University. Despite the obstacles, the queen never let up on the court. In four years, she led the Lady Statesman to three titles in the Association for Intercollegiate Athletics for Women. She finished her collegiate career as the most dominant women's player of her era, averaging 25.9 points and 14.5 rebounds per game. In the summer of 1976, she was selected to the USA women's team to participate in the first women's basketball tournament in the Olympic Games. They faced Japan in their first games. Harris would put her name in history books forever by scoring the first ever points in the Women's Olympic Basketball Tournament and leading them to a silver medal. The late Pat Summit said, she was like Shaquille O'Neal, so strong and physical, but great hands and great touch around the basket, a dominant center. The following year, the NBA came calling as the New Orleans Jazz selected Harris in the seventh round of the 1977 draft and would later invite her to tryouts. She felt it was a publicity stunt and declined the offer. Harris, who was pregnant at the time, had shifted her focus to her family and coaching. She never once regretted the decision. If I was a man, there would have been options for me to go further and play. I would have had money, 
would have been able to do a lot of things that I wanted to do. Yeah, they're millionaires, famous, but I wanted to grow up and shoot that ball just like they would shoot it. And I did. Her legacy is cemented for eternity. Lucia Harris, the queen of basketball, a pioneer, a trailblazer. Just like that, Nashville. Just like that, man. We're back. We're back. Second episode of our season being the Body Mass Index of Fatherhood, Nashville. Fatherhood, man. And a black man with our special guest, Christian Jordan. Again, man, we want to thank him for being a part of our platform. Nashville, have you heard a black man been today? Chris, man, getting back into um, our conversation, man, about fatherhood. I kind of wanted to start us off by talking a little bit more about your pops, man. Um, if you just let Nashville know, man, about your pops, about his uh impact you know that he had going through your life man and again how you carry that as you uh continue to raise uh josiah yeah for sure man my pop's been there every step of the way mm -hmm. and even when he wasn't there he was still there so um my pops he went to prison uh when i was in fifth grade mm -hmm. um he, he got out when i was a sophomore so from 10 to right well he got the right when i turned 16 so from 10 to 15 he was gone mm -hmm. so me missing kind of puberty years, yeah. but he got right back out right before I was 16. So still catching him important years. Yeah. Um, but like I said, man, he, he always, when it came to us, it was, it was never no excuse. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something I can respect. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, that's something I really can respect, man. Um, and I think kind of being around people who don't have their fathers in their life mm -hmm. or wish they had fathers in their life it make me respect mine way way mm, more because yeah, so it's that's so true i i i ain't gonna say you ain't have to but you did because you, yeah. you really did but yeah is can you kind of didn't have to yeah because right. i mean there's right. some people who choose not to go that route and yes, I, so. I appreciate you for doing that mm. for all four of us that's real. ain't yeah. it wasn't no my sisters got better treatment than me mm. or so my sisters and my brother they all have the same mom mm -hmm. um i have my own mom mm -hmm. and it was never no they got treated better than me i got treated better than them we was, we was all equivalent if yeah. if we had two practices in one night he might be in mine for 30 minutes go for theirs for 30 minutes mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. he always made sure he made sure made time for everybody yeah um and it's just that's and then that's where i got my 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 hustling mindset from like he, he always taught me how to make a dollar mm -hmm. i've mm -hmm. seen him make a dollar mm -hmm. in plenty of ways mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and it's just it's, it's 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 truly a blessing. Like mm -hmm. I, that's just really all I can say. Cause when you having a dad growing up, it's just you got a daddy. But yeah. when when you when you a when you a, a man, and you kind of know why you moved the way you move, mm -hmm. it's it's because of your father. Yeah, and bro. it could be good, that could be bad. That's mm -hmm. true. And my situation is good. It's great. Mm -hmm. My yeah. dad, uh, he had a job, um, went to work. He kept us in sports. Mm -hmm. um, kept us in clothes, shoes. Kept us fed. I remember one time, man, I, I prom I'll never forget this. Mm. We was at McDonald's. I can't remember how old I was. I told him, thank you for giving me something to eat. Mm -hmm. He asked me what I told him, thank you for. He had to. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's like, mm -hmm. I mean, you're right. You got to, yeah. but I mean, yeah. I still appreciate yeah, it. That right there will forever stick with me. Wow. That, would never, that, would never leave, that would never leave my mind, man. Yeah. yeah. And um, my granddad, I have had a granddad as well, so mm -hmm. that played that played a major part. So my granddad, uh, he was a um, Vietnam vet, mm -hmm. um, cut cut lines. Um, 
he had a job at the VA. So between the VA, when he was working at the VA and cutting his lines, he he never made excuse. Go to church every Saturday. Real mm-hmm. uh, Christian, he's a deacon. Um, just having both of them in my life, it kind of it kind of made a foundation of what I knew I wanted a, a, a man to be like. Mm-hmm. Like even in my relationship mm-hmm. now, yeah. I kind of allude to my grandmother's and grandfather's relationship yeah. because I mean that's that's the model that I have. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can only do follow what I was taught and yeah. what I've seen growing up my whole life. And right. my granddad, for example, never played no gender roles. I mean, granted, my my grandmother did take the majority of care of the house, but. Mm-hmm. If the dishes need to be put up, he had no question no matter doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's just having two genuine good men in your life, man. It just it make life a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it makes. Granted, you still you still figure out life day by day, mm-hmm. but to get a, a kind of guide and direction, mm-hmm. it just it make life easier. Yeah, um, it's 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 certain stuff that we never really talked about. That I'm kind of I know what I'm gonna talk about with my child. Um, like I said, they I know how to make a book, but I never know how to keep a dog. Yeah, mm. we, we we never really talk yeah. about. I always yeah. I was always mm. taught work ethic, yeah. go to work, go make your money, take care of your people, take care of your family. But I was never I, I was always taught about how to make money and not how to use money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that 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 was that's that's something that I'm gonna make sure that I, I carry into my child. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not not their fault or nothing. It's just right. some. Well, money now is, is kind of way more important now than how it was back then. That's true. Um, That's true. So it's just certain certain stuff they wasn't taught. They weren't they weren't able to teach me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, my dad, both of them, my dad and my grandfather, was providers. But just like we were talking about earlier, um, just didn't didn't have that that affectionate mm-hmm. impact. So mm-hmm. the I love yous, the hugs, we didn't really get that. Like my dad, like I said, he ain't never missed a game or a practice. Yeah. So if I go three for four. And baseball, yep. he's gonna talk about the one I didn't hit. Yep. So yep. Yep. this is just tough yep. love. Like, <laughs> yep. he, he yep. it's, it's just only because they they know that that, that you can be the best, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they just want to push you to be the best because mm-hmm. it's certain. Like I like we talking about earlier, like it ain't it. The routes that they took, it might not be because they wanted to. Yeah. It, it might be because they had to. Had to mm-hmm. So True. they they True. they kind of want do want you to do stuff totally different. Yeah. And keep you on the path that you don't have to go do the stuff that they did. So true. And um, so true. yeah, man, I just I, I love my pops, man. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I, re- I really do love my pops. And it's just mm-hmm. when I talk about my pops, you're gonna see me smile instantly because mm-hmm. man, that's that's my guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, that's my yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, man father son relationship, man, is very important, mm-hmm. man, and it's good that you have a healthy one, man, because. Sometimes there's there situations, circumstances in life can happen, man, and you don't have a healthy relationship with your father, man. But if you don't, you should really try to get that right, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To the best of your ability, because uh, Pastor was saying this on our last episode, man, and we were talking about it off camera, off mic. One day, your father gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't have that relationship established, man, to the point where it's a positive vibe, then you're gonna if he leaves it without you getting that together, that's something that could, that could haunt you for life, yeah. man. You know, it could be a trauma situation for life, man. So, yeah, that's good that you're you trying to do that, man. And I was thinking about also when you said uh, your father, when you told him thank you for um, getting the McDonald's, man. And I was trying to, I used to tell my son all the time, being a man is a thankless job, man. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of yeah. thank yous, you know. And I know he probably don't remember this. And y'all going to go through this with y'all kids one day. We had a conversation. And in the conversation, he was like, 
he probably don't remember your mom and daddy y'all don't ever tell me thank you for the things that i do like emptying the trash and stuff like yeah. that and i'm like dude that's a part of your chores man but then i had to break it down i said well let me let me show it to you like this so when i leave in the morning when i come back do anybody tell me thank you did you tell me thank you when you hit that light switch and them lights came on did nobody tell me thank you did nobody tell me thank you when you ate that steak and the hamburger yeah. <laughs> did nobody did nobody tell me thank you. but guess what i get up and i do it again the next day so it's a thankless job, man. So, you know, the thank you is when I can look and see that it's happening. That's a that's that's thank you, you know. So now if you get a thank you, okay, great. But if you don't get one, don't let that stop you from being a father. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Don't I, let that stop you, man. Yeah, I, I do remember it. This it also was funny. And I it's it's a I'm learning even in that statement, you know, in that conversation we had. It's a thankless T H A N K, mm-hmm. and then it's a thinkless too mm-hmm. T H I N K. Yeah, man, so true, is, so true. As a man, dude, you almost on autopilot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you, and I'm learning that before you know, baby Zach even get here, man. Mm-hmm. You on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know, ain't nobody gonna ask. That's why we got the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Ain't nobody gonna ask you how you feeling. No, they not, man. No, they not, man. Not too many times. Not too many times. Anything that you have to deal with in your schedule to provide for your family. Yeah, man. You get up every morning, man. Brush your teeth like you do. Throw your boxes on, man. And you gonna be ex- you gonna have expectations. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying <laughs> just based off you being a father. Mm-hmm. You know, but ain't nobody get you up in the morning asking, no. well, "What's on your mind today?" Right. No. I gotta work. I, don't say <laughs> I gotta be fed. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's stuff that is not necessarily you know uh, uh catering to you for lack of words mm-hmm. because as a black man we do so much especially as family led black men for our families mm-hmm. that we don't channel in to ourselves yeah, you know pastor yeah. clay mentioned it on our uh episode uh previously that we we, we have to sit down and really just take it take some time to sell mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because you will self-destruct man you know, yeah, as a black now. man if you don't man come yeah. on now you know we talked about that when we were going through that uh that uh mental uh mental stuff that we was talking mm-hmm. about when we were dealing with those episodes in mm-hmm. that season and man you know we ran across this brother man in uh k park we yeah, talked yeah, yeah, about k park yeah, yeah. we talked yeah. about a lot of good stuff matter of fact you want to deal with some mental health issues tap tap into Eric our k episode park, yeah. our episode mm-hmm. we yeah. deal with mental health man and mm-hmm. mental abuse and stuff like that mm-hmm. but one thing he said he said i don't think it, i don't know if he said it or i picked it up when i was doing research on it but it said this if you don't deal with some of your inner challenges man it's gonna something's gonna happen yeah either you're gonna implode or you're gonna explode mm-hmm. and if yeah. you explode other people are involved man mm-hmm. pastor clay was talking about that one one time me and him had a conversation we were talking about that when you explode though you're gonna explode on other people you implode you just doing it to yourself but that explosion that explosion can be ugly, man. So yeah. you got to find some time, man, to deal with self. Like I said, my time was at night. When I was in America Baptist, it was at night. When y'all was in the bed and your mom was asleep, then I'm up to one or two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. Y'all got to be at work at six. But I, but that's my time, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I, made, I made mention, man, that um, when we was uh, doing a little church program, that uh, adulthood is nothing but bills, babies, and BS. <laughs> if you don't deal with all three, you're going to deal with one. one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Bills, babies, and BS, man. And I 
just just to uh capture back i wanted to piggyback man you talked about uh, something that's very important that black men don't really really take into account financial literacy man yeah. you know what i'm yeah, saying man. i'm talking yeah, to your sons and your daughters yeah, man. about you know checkbooks about credit yeah. you know it's and it's so funny how I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this it's so funny how um the world essentially revolves itself around the black culture it is a reason why in a black household you may get about four five or six credit uh card come on now letters mm -hmm. talk man you following me like you yeah, may yeah. get about four reason. five or six of them yeah you know you, you get a two thousand dollar uh credit limit with a 30 percent interest rating or something like that yeah. if you sign up today we'll throw you, they throw you little little, little fish yeah. bait out there and naturally because <laughs> black culture does not embrace financial literacy yeah. we get caught up into it we yeah. signing them them papers man them, them applying for them and whatnot man and then look up man we 20 30 dollars in debt being a young father yeah. you know what i'm saying my question to you chris man is how do we stop it you know what i'm saying we 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 both came through high school together and we really Correct me if I'm wrong. I had a personal finance class, but but ask me if I remember anything. Yeah. Um. You know, nothing really stuck, man. So how, as young fathers, you and me, can we have lacked the financial literacy growing up, and how can we do better at that with our with our boys? Man, the only thing I can say um, is trial and error for one. Yeah. Um. Some certain stuff you might not know until you go through it. Mm. Uh, me personally, I just, I just got my, I just moved out independently by myself into my first apartment, and I mean, it's gonna be wrong. I got my own space, which is what I wanted to be, but it ain't what I always thought it was gonna be. Mm -hmm. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's certain little, little, little mm -hmm. perks and stuff that I ain't really, that I ain't really think about when yeah. I jumped off that deep end. Right. right. So, um, right. trial and error, and yeah. then kind of we have to knowledge ourselves. Like me personally, I. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get into reading books. Yeah. Uh, so mm -hmm. far, I mean, I kind of put all these goals to read all these books, but I mean, I only done read three. Mm -hmm. So I mean, which is better than nothing for me. Yeah, I, yeah that's these good. Past years, Probably, I ain't yeah. read, I don't read zero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, the only thing we can do is educate ourselves. Yeah. Man, and if you want the ignorance to stop, you got to stop it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, that's just that's yeah. the only thing we can do is just educate ourselves so we can educate educate them. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, granted, we gotta go to school. It's it's certain necessities in school that you have to learn. Yeah. But outside of your math and your English, to be honest, and a few sciences, the other stuff don't matter in real life. Yeah. Like, they're not yeah. teaching you about credit yeah. or financial yeah. literacy in yeah. school. So yeah, where are they gonna get it from? Yeah. So that's yeah. why it's, it's up it's up to us to teach them. More so good. in order for us to teach them, we gotta be willing to teach ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where it's, that's where it starts for that's sure. That's mm -hmm. real. And then you you said something, man, that you know, black men don't do. We don't read books. Come on, um, man. You know, that's a cultural thing, I feel like, man, that black men do not take the time to to pick up a book and enlighten themselves mm -hmm. in whatever the uh activity of that thing is, mm -hmm. man, that they can kind of, you know, kind of find uh find use for. You know, we yeah. don't we don't do that. Yeah. And um just to man, spend the whole conversation around, man. Again, bro, just thank you, man, for being a part of the Black Men Venture podcast. Um, double play. Man, where, where did the idea come from, man? I, 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 you know, man, I had to when you first dropped the hoodies in the Swiss, yeah, man. I nice had to get in yeah, on that, man, yeah. show some love. But talk to Nashville, man, man, about double play. Where did the idea come from? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I made up. Middle of the pandemic, I was working at Food Line. Mm -hmm. I'm pushing carts inside, and I'm mm -hmm. like, man, this ain't what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I, 
I like granny. I got this. I got an expensive lifestyle, man. But you know, mm. I like shoes. Yeah. I like. I like. I like nice stuff, yeah. man. Yeah. And just, I, I, I just wanted something for for myself that I could build on and have as much time in the world as I want. Yeah. So, um, don't play the name. It's like a, I played baseball growing up. Uh, mm. Just away from the game of Cumberland mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to find a way to keep because baseball is what made me in who I am mm-hmm. so keeping the name going is double play because it come from baseball and then it's called double play because I sell shoes and clothes so mm-hmm. you're getting two for one mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then now now that it's you know it's, it's, it's still upcoming it's kind of getting off the ground I wanted to be able to wear man that's all it is mm-hmm. I just because like I said right now my main focus is just kind of Better in myself, so I'm better for my son. Yeah, yeah. And I want to be there for my son. Yeah. So I don't, I don't want nothing to have to come up to where, I mean, it ain't gonna really be no situation between calling out or going to him because I'm gonna have to go to him. Mm-hmm. But I don't even want that to, to come up come because up. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day, business is happening on a business. Like, I mean, I respect that you got films and stuff, but yeah, a business got to run a business, and I don't want to be on nobody else's time. Yeah. I don't, I only want to be on my time. I feel. So it was just kind of, it was, I was just like, I, I kind of want to try this entrepreneur route because I mean I, I got it I got it in me like mm-hmm. granted people can come up with business and stuff all day but some people just you just ain't got it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah. being an entrepreneur it's, it's a yeah. mindset yeah and yeah, some people just don't got it yeah mm-hmm. and um I'm just I'm really I'm really excited to see where it's gonna go um I got some got some little goals that I want to hit um summer collection about to drop soon gonna do some little gym shorts um what else we got cooking up? Uh, kind of wanted to try to do something for back to school this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a lot of dope ideas, and just the main thing I want to focus on is, is is for the city. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. exactly. it's not just no. Oh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go get some screen print on a shirt and go sell it to people just to make some yeah. money. Like I actually yeah. put time and effort into the stuff that I found to get quality pieces. Okay. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people like. And it's just, it feel good when people genuinely like yeah. not just buying stuff off of you because you know yeah. you, which I mean, I, I appreciate your support, mm-hmm. but buying it because they actually want it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it, yeah. it, yeah. it, it yeah. changes, it changes your whole brand and out and yeah. outlook. Like yeah. in Nashville, you see all this gentrification going on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted the city growing that by day, there ain't nothing we can do about that. But this ain't the Nashville I grew up on. Like I, uh, I, just I said the yeah, this ain't the Nashville this, I came Yeah, this to, ain't the Nashville yeah. I grew up on. <laughs> yeah. So like, granted, when when it's all said and done, double play. I wanted to be a store, mm-hmm. um, specifically in East Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where I was born and raised. Down. And yeah. I just yeah. wanna, I wanna keep our culture yeah. from where it started and not to where they trying to make it. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. So Most it's definitely. just it's 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 for, it's for the city at the end of the day. Like people yeah. people ask me why I don't really have websites or mm-hmm. stuff. I mean like. Out of states ain't really my audience. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna be able to to take over my own city before yeah. I go elsewhere. Brand mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's just the only way for us to keep the city, the parts of the city the way we want it is it's it's up to us. I mean, yeah. it's only so much stuff that we can do. Don't get me wrong, because it's only so much power we got. Right. But in order for us young black people to to do what we want, we got mm-hmm. we got to work together. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's another thing. Unity. That's yeah. another thing about my brand too, man. Like. <laughs> I'm not in competition with nobody mm. at all. Like mm. I want us all to eat at the end of the day. Right. It's enough money for everybody. Yes. If I take twenty dollars from you, it's gonna be a thousand dollars to one dollars from somebody else. Yeah. Like yeah. it's enough money for everybody, man. And it's just that's just what people not even just in business, just in life. People a lot of people get greed. Man. And I I ain't man. built on greed. Wow. Yeah. Like 
I just yeah. dope places. It's just supposed to be something for for the city for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I like the part, man, about we talking about before y'all got into that question. It's just building a legacy yeah. for the ones that are coming behind you, man, and not only a legacy of morals and ethics, man, but building a legacy also of finances, man. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to tell my son, man, that we got to start somewhere. So I'm trying to start that for my family mm-hmm. because it was like, like at the point, man, where coming up in my era, man, it was all about just trying to make ends meet. Yeah, that's what it I was, was like, say, yeah. if you had two, three hundred dollars in the bank, man, you was doing yeah. good. But growing up, when you grow up with a mother with a seventh grade education and a father with a third grade education, the fact that I was eating every day, I was yeah. good. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That was good enough, man. Yeah, so yeah. when you grew up in those type of situations, man, it's just like you couldn't establish a Wall Street account, mm-hmm. a NASDAQ portfolio and all that. You couldn't, you didn't have all that because you didn't have the means for all that. Yeah. But now in y'all's generation and from where I'm at right now, I'm understanding that better. Yeah. Or even when I was where y'all was at, I ain't know nothing about no, don't think you know what I knew about numbers then. Pick three, pick four. <laughs> you know what I'm That's what yeah, I knew about man, numbers, man. You know nothing about no NASDAQ and all that stuff, man. Yeah, I yeah. started learning that stuff when I got off into the corporate world yeah. and started seeing them talking about, well, we're going to take your money and we're going to invest it for the next 20, 30 years and then you're going to have some when you retire. Like, man, that sounds pretty good right yeah, now. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Never yeah. knew nothing about that stuff, yeah. man. So the fact that y'all are up on that game, yeah, try to build something for this next generation, but the next generation of your family. Like I'm trying to build for my, even though I'm at the age I am, I'm still trying to build something yeah. for my child to have, so that he can build something for his child. Yeah. And maybe one day you might be, I'll be dead and gone four, five generations. I said, well, it started with great, great granddaddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. Because that's how the other cultures do it. Ain't that's how they do it? But yeah, they call that it old money. Man. They yeah, got old, got money. old money. Yeah, yeah. You got these kids, man. They so um, entitled mm-hmm. that when they get the money, they just blow it. Yeah. Well, they that's called they they had it all their life, man. You know what I'm saying? Man. Which, yeah, I, I mean, I've been seeing people, they be granted, I feel like it's important for us to, to teach a work ethic. But a lot of these young parents growing up, they be like, they gonna make their child do certain stuff or certain stuff to make them kind of become independent. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't think, I don't, I don't feel like that's the purpose of being mm-hmm. a parent. I mean, the mm-hmm. pur- purpose of being a parent is to guide. Don't Show, get, me, yeah, don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, Man, if we can get these billions for decades, that, that's what we need. Like people, like growing up, we we laughed at the white kids talking about how they got their daddy money, this, this, that, and yeah. the third. But is that not the point? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that not is that yeah. not is that not the goal? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why why do why do we laugh at other kids for yeah. being rich from their parents? If that's the, that's the point, because mm-hmm. we see how yeah. easy their life is, we yeah, get upset at that. Bro. So yeah, why man. why as yeah. as a black community do we just we're okay with just getting by? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like yeah, it was a reference mm-hmm. I had. Uh, I remember it was like in the pool they teach you how to swim. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can learn how to swim, but just sit on your black learning how to float. Everybody can't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's just been mm-hmm. yeah deep. yeah, and it's and deep. like you said, you got to take it to the next level, man. Because at the end of the day, one thing that y'all have that we didn't have is y'all have opportunity mm-hmm. and you got to embrace them opportunities yeah. man because i never forget this man when my mom and daddy dropped me off at tennessee state university my mom and daddy had saved up twelve hundred dollars how far you think that went at tennessee state university twelve hundred dollars <laughs> even back when that when they dropped me off i'm talking about they dropped me out with twelve hundred dollars now mm-hmm. i ain't got no scholarships i don't have no grants i ain't got none of that 
And they, they, they jumped me out to like make it happen. You know what I'm saying? They were like, make it happen. I'm like, make what happen? I didn't know how to make it happen. And I was 17 years old, man. But they dropped me off and boom. My daddy got back in the car like, deuces. Not not saying it in a negative way, but he was like, this is what yeah. you want. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you need us, we gonna be there. Yeah. But by the grace of God, I made it, man. But I'm just saying that I wish I'd have had something out to have. Uh, uh, I had something established where I had yeah. a blueprint to go from. Mm -hmm. That's what y'all got established, man, the blueprint. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For your child. So he'll have that, you know, like you said, Fortunately, I've been in Jonathan's life, so he kind of got a blueprint to start looking at. But he got to create his own blueprint right. for his son. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Man, I definitely want to, you know, as we get ready to wrap up, man, talk about uh, the natural, I feel like, in my opinion, elephant in the room um, in terms of um, where this conversation lies. But baby mamas, man. So, I mean, naturally, you know, our generation, we've kind of strayed away from the marriage model. You mm -hmm. know, not too many of us, you know, that 23, 24, 25, 27 range. We talk about marriage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, typically when you see a man and a woman in our generation and a child in between, they're not married. Mm -hmm. um, and then going back again to what I was alluding to, with having, you know, the mother to the child in the life and understanding, if y'all are not together, mm -hmm. presumably, understanding that it's not about the relationship between you and her. It's mm -hmm. about the relationship between y'all two and the child. Correct. Mm -hmm. How important is, is different Richie ain't that in our generation? Man, I just feel like, like, I think like I start off by saying everybody's situation is different. Right. For mm -hmm. sure. So mm -hmm. it don't apply to everybody, but if you can or have the opportunity to, you and both parents need to be on the same page regardless. Mm -hmm. I, they don't gotta be together. But at the end of the day, it's a team. Mm -hmm. And the kid is the star player. Y'all mm -hmm. need to be a coach, assistant coach. Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. what it comes down to. Y'all should yeah. want the same thing at the end of the day is to see him win. Yeah. Um, and luckily, so me and my baby mother, we're we're together. So it makes it makes this transition to parenthood a whole lot easier. Mm -hmm. yeah. So right. I can only imagine kind of having to watch him by myself at nighttime. Like it's it's some stuff she got the answer to that yeah. I don't got the answer to. Yeah. And right. um it's just I kind of think that we also have to be knowledgeable on what marriage is too, mm -hmm. because a lot mm -hmm. to me personally, I mean, outside of my grandparents, I don't really know too many people that are married. Mm -hmm. So I can't really tell you the difference between being married and just being in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Wow, and that's that's just wow. that's just that's how I that's real. just how I look at it. Because I mean, I only have one marriage in my life that I can kind of base off of, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, but. As a man and going through the situation and seeing a female give birth, it's just like I was saying earlier, it, it, it changed my perspective. Mm -hmm. Like it, mm -hmm. it made me want to help out 10 times more <laughs> because she went through a lot yeah. to give me what I got yeah. and give me my blessing. Yeah, so it's, it's only right that that's I kind of, right. I help her. And no matter what we go through, I can't say what the future holds, man, but she will always have my respect. Yeah. At the end, they always have my respect and know she can come to me for whatever, mm -hmm. whenever, because mm -hmm. man, she went through a life-changing experience. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. our life-changing experience is different because we just got a baby. Yeah. Some females, they gain a lot of weight and they don't lose that weight. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Some females, true. they break out that's and true. they don't ever lose that. Yeah. Like, so it's some yeah. stuff that just sticks with them that we that we don't see. Wow. Mm. Man, you said a mouthful. And it's just like, man, we just, as a as a black man, man, like some some baby mothers, don't get me wrong, they they can be spiteful. Some yeah. can, but yeah. I just feel like as a whole, we gotta help respect our women more. Mm -hmm. 
and that, and that starts from from the man like it's, it's some stuff that a man can teach his child that a woman can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. just a woman can try I mean she might she might do it well but mm-hmm. it's just she might not be able to do it as well as the dad would have mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. respect the women is something that comes from men and not from the women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so me having two that two two father figures in my life they taught me how to respect women yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's 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 that's, that's major that's real man mm-hmm. because you know we we, we lacking that you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying we we lacking that man there's too many uh young brother that's one and i'm gonna say this because i know we, we we wrapping up man but even in the uh professional sports realm i'm getting so tired of seeing man these domestic violence situations yeah. with these nfl players man putting their hands on these girls bro like dude if you gave me a slither of your salary you wouldn't have to worry about me hitting nobody. You know what I'm saying? But it just, besides the money point, it's just the principle of understanding, man, that as a man, as Chris said, you know, we have to understand and, and learn the respect value of black women. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I mean, you know, our podcast is predicated on bringing only black men to our show. But I always say, I man, that we are not. The most definitely. Yeah, I always man. say that we yeah. are not gender insensitive yeah. or racially biased. Right. Right. If you black, white, blue, or purple, yeah. we want you to we tune in to the black listening to podcast. Yeah. If yeah. you are a woman, a man, or or or, or you know, just of, of, of whatever you personify yourself to be, mm-hmm. we want you to listen yeah. to the Black Men Men Podcast. And um, again, just alluding back to what you said, man, having the respect for women and black women, I think, is important, even in the fatherhood, you know, mm-hmm. role that we share, man. So, so you said that well, man. Brother, I want to thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you, Chris, man, for being on the show, bro. Young father, appreciate man. y'all yeah, having me, man. Yeah, sure. young yeah, I had a good time. Man. Yeah, young, man. young black fathers, man. I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, give uh, Nashville your social media tags for your uh, for your business. Yeah. Quick. So my uh, Instagram is gonna be at double play six one five, and then my personal, which I probably respond more, it will be just c dot jordan two four. Hey, man, Nashville, make sure y'all tap in, man. This has been the Body Mass Index. Again, a fatherhood and a black man with our special guest, Christian Jordan. Nashville, have you heard a black man event today? It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can. You can't what you can't. Until next week, Nashville, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped.